everyone. Welcome to the first podcast, Behind the Business. I am so excited to be talking today about what this podcast is going to be talking about. And um, yeah, just bringing this podcast alive. It's been two, three years talking about creating a podcast and I finally, 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 finally started. So um, uh, it took COVID-19 to get this going. Um, So what we're going to be talking about in these podcasts are basically who is behind the business, you know, um, how it got started, why it got started, um, when it got started and and, um, yeah, who, what, where, when, why and What's the other one? And how? <laughs> um, Mel's sitting here beside me right now. Um, so it's kind of funny that... Uh, yeah, anyways. So the, the goal here is to get other businesses, um, people that started other businesses, to talk about their experiences and where they came from and why and, and you know who, what, where, when, why and how and kind of get their story and and um something you don't just really get to hear uh, i find even with our business um, as our real estate business a lot of people just see sold and or just listed and they think oh it's so easy and but they don't see you know all that effort and work that is behind the scene and who who is behind it right and so i thought this would be a good way to share that with you share their story and experiences and that way you can kind of see it from a different perspective. Um, and so the first one we're going to talk about is obviously YYC Real Estate Group and the Behind the Business podcast. So let's get into that and kind of talk about where that started and how how I kind of got into the real estate world and all that stuff. So let's start from the very, very beginning. Um, my first job and my first taste of kind of this grinding, hustling mindset um, that I got. So my first job was a dishwasher and um, that was a fun job. I think I was like only 13, 14. And I remember working and saving enough money, going to Thailand and um, as I was in Thailand, I I saw all this clothes, all this fake clothes, uh, diesel clothes. Um, that was like very cheap, like two three dollars a shirt, and they were obviously fake. But at that time, uh, diesel was the brand, right? And I remember thinking, I'm like, man, I could probably sell all this uh, back home in Calgary. And so I remember I just. I bought so much clothes and I brought it up a suitcase full of clothes actually brought it home and started calling all my friends and then I literally flipped all my clothes and uh, basically paid for my whole trip to Thailand plus more and so that was like my first glimpse of of uh, business I would say um, So after that, I had a few other jobs, well, a lot of other jobs, like here and there, Timmy's, I don't know, Superstore. Um, I had little side hustles, um, but I ended up uh, in Leftbridge, actually, U of L, for accounting. Um, 
yeah, I actually moved there and I was there for about two and a half years. And you know what? I didn't really learn anything there. Um, I partied lots, you know, typical university student. Well, yeah, partied lots and drank and did all of that stuff. Lived with three guys and <laughs> it was pretty wild actually. Uh, came back to Calgary, partied on the weekends also. There was nothing to do in Lethbridge, just back and forth. And, um, you know, it got to a point where I wasn't happy. Um, I knew what I was doing. I knew what what I was doing wasn't fulfilling. I didn't feel like it was me. And to be honest, I was there to to make my parents happy, right? So I moved back and uh, I fit. I I said I was gonna finish uh, the accounting back at MRU, and that's when I I still went to MRU and was trying to finish school there. So during uh, Mount Royal, um, I was, yeah, it was in my third semester, I think. Yeah, third semester. And man, I was like so not happy with school. <laughs> like I hated school. And at that time, I had a good friend that uh, whose mom was um, a mortgage broker. And at that time, I got it. I started getting into self development and seeing what, you know, reading books and seeing what I, I could turn to to become happy. And that's where I did turn to a lot of books, actually. And at that time, I was reading uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Think and Grow Rich, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, lots of good books. And I realized, yeah, school wasn't for me. And so. I actually decided to get my mortgage uh, license during uh, during my accounting years, and I remember I finished my like I finished my mortgage license class. Um, getting I finished getting my mortgage uh, license, and at that same time, I was doing like one of my last tests in in at Mount Royal, and I remember going to the last exam just so annoyed and didn't really study and I was just sitting in the class and the first first two questions like I I did not get and I was I was sitting there um and I was like why who like tries to trick people and in these questions and hard tests and I I literally stood up and walked up to the front through my test like it was a blank test on the table and literally just walked away and the teacher said like hey are you okay is everything okay and i said i said everything's gonna be fine don't worry i'll figure it out and like i never looked back and yeah that was a that was a real pivotal point in my life i remember going home and telling my parents like hey i just dropped out and um don't worry i'll figure something out <laughs> and uh they weren't too happy about that, but my parents are very understanding, and at the end of the day, they they um they support anything I do, right? So that was that was a huge shift in in my life, and and all right. So then I uh, I actually joined up. Well, before I talk about my next business venture, uh, I just want to say like during this time also, I was really and I still am in, into in in um personal development, like self improvement took a lot of courses, I read a lot of books, and I tell you, this is like the new thing. Awareness and, and self-development is is where it's at because 
it really helps you um you know figure out how to deal with things and be happy and like really address your mind i feel like awareness is a, a very key thing right now and i think the self-development world is just slowly getting bigger and i really encourage it for for everyone to continue to grow and like learn and read because i feel like a lot of people after school um just they just don't further their education um and i think self-education is like the most critical part in happiness and business so i just want to say that um and and put that out there all right so my first business venture was with uh so yeah, I have my mortgage license, right? And my first business venture is with my brother and my neighbor, <laughs> and it, it was a it was a good it was a funny experience. It was a ba bad experience, but a good experience. The way I look at it is like every experience that you have teaches you something, and as long as you grow and learn from it, it just it makes you a better person, it makes you learn, and helps you in the future for your next business, right? So, anyways, um. Yeah, so my next business is a detailing detailing shop in Airdrie. And man, that was that was something. Uh, I think we were like for me I, I think I was like 23 or 24 and I don't know I I remember they were kept talking about this detailing business that they were starting up in Airdrie and they actually started it and I was so intrigued and I asked them to be part of it and you know, they gave me they gave me such a shitty percentage. I don't even, I think it was like 1% they gave me. I don't know what percentage they gave me. It wasn't a good deal, but I knew I was willing to put in the work. Um, they did not give me 1%. I don't know what, what it was. I actually forget, but it wasn't that much, but not that low too. Um, but yeah, anyways, so we started working and um, building this Airdrie detailing. And at that time, it was like three, four months in and we started actually getting a lot of business. We started detailing like boats and like cars. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. How did I get in this business of detailing cars? And, you know, at that time also, I was, I still had my mortgage license and I had, I had not closed a deal in mortgages yet. And it's, it was like three months in and, you know, all these real estate classes and mortgage class, mortgage broker classes, they, they don't teach you anything about business. They just teach you kind of rules and regulations. So I was learning this as as I like got my license and was like, okay, now I need some business, right? And so I had to read books on how to get business and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, anyway, so three months in, I finally closed the mortgage deal and I was detailing a car in, in, um, in Airdrie and I wasn't, I don't know, like it's really hard to work with your brother and a neighbor that you've known for like forever. And I just, I knew this wasn't gonna last forever, right? Um, so I remember I, I got paid on my first deal and um, doing mortgages and it was like three, $4,000. And I remember how hard it was to make you know, that much money, $4,000 detailing cars. You know, when you're detailing like $200 a car, you know, think about how many cars you have to detail just to make $4,000. Um, and then you have to split it three way, right? It's, it's, you're doing like hard labor and you're like in this, all this chemicals of detailing. Um, and yeah, it didn't make sense to me. So when I got that 
when I got that paycheck, I I made a decision at that spot. I was like, I'm quitting this. I'm like, you guys could take this. I'm never detailing a car in my life. And um, yeah, that was my, that's when I went all in with uh, doing mortgages. So fast forward like three, four years, um, still doing mortgages. I'm kind of getting bored of mortgages. I, I don't like to be, I've realized being a mortgage broker, you're just literally sending paper back and forth and maybe you see the client once. And I didn't like that. I actually started going out um, with my clients and their realtor looking at houses because I was so excited and like so interested in what they were buying and I wanted to see it myself, right? And that's that's when I realized, hmm, maybe I should become a realtor. And that's when I made the decision to, to do that. And I remember I had like five, six pre-approvals waiting and I asked them to wait for for me until to look at houses until I got my license, and they did. And I got I banged out my license in like I think one or two months, and then just hit the pave pavement with real estate. And um, so yeah, I hit the pavement doing real estate and mortgages, and um, I get into some properties myself, and I'm like, okay, I want to do property management now. Um, we had. I had clients buying investment properties and they needed a property manager. And then I got my property license and then I started doing property management. And I remember um, I, I was at Maxwell and I was like, okay, I need some, I want to join up with someone that has good property management experience. And I remember joining up with um, Equium Group. And I remember it took me like two weeks to call this guy and I basically called them looking for a job and they were hiring coincidentally because I think when I joined with him, they were managing almost 150 properties, I think between like two people. And yeah, it took me like two weeks to get a hold of this guy, but eventually we we set up a meeting and then I basically worked for him um, managing properties. I just wanted to do it for the experience and I got a lot of experience. But I mean that year, I think I think that was like the craziest year because I did mortgages, real estate, and property management. And man, that was that was a crazy year for me. All right, so now I'm doing all three, and I'm like, this is just crazy. Um, I'm gonna drop mortgages because I did not like doing mortgages, and so I was like, why am I doing this? Um, so that was a really hard decision for me. Uh, to do was it was to drop uh, the mortgage because I was like well I built this and like you know I felt like it wasn't that bad but at the end of the day I I always want to stick with what I like doing which was real estate so um, yeah I, I stuck it out with real estate and then um, I left Equium Group uh, because I was just it was managing 150 properties is crazy i don't and these are individual units and it was like it was crazy but i got what i got i got what i wanted out of it and and um yeah so now i'm just focused on real estate and i think a year or two passes by and i'm like i i want a business i want i want 
something to generate me like I want a business to generate me money while I'm not doing real estate um, and I put it out there for like a year or two and I just kept saying like a business is gonna come to me I don't know um, I don't know what it is but it's gonna come to me and I don't care what it is but when it comes it comes and I'm just gonna jump on it right and and that's what happened with my next business venture uh, man, this next business venture um, I just I just really wanted to be like a silent partner and just to kind of invest in something and um, I remember it came so fast like so what happened was I was literally leaving the gym and I bumped into the owner uh, she's still the owner I'm not with the company anymore but uh, she we bumped into each other and she was talking about her business and I was so enrolled in what she was doing that I asked her um, if she wanted a partner and a, a private investor like a silent partner um, and uh, I don't know exactly how the conversation went but it went it went zero to 100 like fast like we talked for like five minutes and I think the next day we were signing documents and uh, I was like basically a third partnership um, because she had it with her mom yeah that's how fast it happened <laughs> and uh, I just remember uh, getting into this business and um, this cleaning business and man we blew up this business so fast uh, I think in a matter of a year we it went from like six employees to 20 um, I, it was all women it was all women ladies and um, I was the only guy <laughs> and it was just it was a crazy experience I, I I I don't know what else to say about it but it was just such a crazy experience we grew so fast um, even our accountant said hey like you guys are growing too fast I think you guys should slow down um, but anyways that was my next business venture and during uh, during this uh, as, as this company was like literally exploding um, uh, I was in conversation with Dave Dave's my current business partner and um, yeah we were talking and I was like I do need a partner right now because I felt like I was just too busy and, um, you know, me and Dave were talking probably for about two years to partner up. And uh, I've known Dave uh, 15, I think almost 15 years, maybe even longer. And I just didn't feel at that time two years ago before he asked, like, it was a good move because I was leaving Maxwell to join like a smaller brokerage. And um, yeah, it just didn't feel right at that time. And I think during this, um, during like when I had the green cleaners, I I was looking for a partner. I need. I knew I needed another partner to help, and yeah, we we ended up uh, joining up. I, I left the green cleaners because I felt like it just. I built something that that I didn't really resonate with. And I, I realized that's, that was a huge learning thing for me, which was like, 
in order to keep pushing a business, you got to be passionate about it. Um, I was passionate about business and I still am a bit like obviously passionate about business, but I wasn't passionate about the cleaning. And, you know, I, man, <laughs> I remember I remember cleaning. I had to go clean some houses and I was negotiating real estate deals while I was like vacuuming, you know, and and I remember I was like, what what am I doing? This is crazy. But that's what you do when you own a business. You know, you got to you got to make sure the clients are taken care of. And I've always been like that. And that's why when we got it to a certain point that I felt like that we couldn't handle. Um, and like, obviously, other reasons, lots of reasons. I don't want to go in deep, like too deep into it. But I realized it wasn't for me. And I literally just like walked away from the business also. And that was a huge learning experience for me. That that could be a whole episode, I, I feel, of um, what I learned and what I got and, you know, growing that business literally from like, I think they had two vans when I joined to seven uh, when I left. Um, and we had like a commercial space. Oh, it was crazy. Anyways, um, yeah, so I left the Greener Cleaners and man, that trauma me out for, I don't know, three three to six months. I was... I was devastated. I mean, I, I mean, I put my, I put my heart into that company, and I knew it just wasn't going to work. And um, after I got over it, I, I then started putting everything back into YYC Real Estate Group, and it's been about I don't know, two and a half years, and I feel like we're in a really good position right now, and we are we are growing and. Um, I think we are making the right moves to the next step right now. Um, we'll go, we'll dive more into that in the next episode, um, but that's pretty much a wrap right now. I feel I want to leave you at that point, um, and I hope you guys listen uh, to the next episode because yeah, we're gonna dive more into YYC Real Estate Group and more behind the business um, with YYC Real Estate Group and Dave. So. I hope you guys enjoy the first podcast and yeah, stay safe out there, guys.